0: This is the Gambling Gauchos. And no matter what happens, we just say what's next. That's all we do. Somebody-
1: You're listening to the Gambling Gauchos. Talking Texas Tech. Betting on the Big 12 and beyond. We've got everything you need. Money lines, memes, and matadors.
0: Well, you want to quit, Ethan? That'll be that day.
1: Now, here's Kyle Jacobson and Rob Bro. The money line matadors. The casino cowboys. The parlay picadors.
0: You see, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend those with loaded guns, and those who dig. You dig. Win.
1: The gambling gauchos. Oh, and one more thing it's all West Texas. It always has been.
0: Welcome into the Game of the Gauchos. I'm Rob Bro, He's Kyle Jacobson. The mayor of West Texas. Not just Lubbock anymore. The vice president of West Texas. Mayor, vice president, whatever it is.
1: We never announced that on the podcast.
0: I was going to let you.
1: Getting to know the Gauchos. Uh, We're going to be setting up a... Satellite Cardinal Sports Center studio in Fort Worth pretty soon. That's where my career has taken me. So I'll be moving to uh, Far East, West Texas, where the West begins. And, you know, Rob, it's funny. i told some people that. And some logical next questions are like, oh, when's your last day? When are you moving? Where are you going to live? No. They go, are, is the Gauchos <laughs> still going to be a thing? You still going to do the Gauchos? Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely, yes. We're not going anywhere. We're already doing a lot of these over Zoom or whatever anyway. So anyway, I know there's a lot of Fort Worth Red Raiders. Excited to hopefully get to know some of y'all. And those of you in Lubbock who are celebrating this news, uh, I'll be back all the time. Don't you worry. So those of, the, those of you who are happy to see me go might not quite get what you're wishing for but uh yeah
0: we go but we we love to watch you leave is that how I go yeah
1: some personal news proud of you Kyle uh
0: we are in the Cardinal Sports Center studio have you seen the the new hats that they've rolled out this week so they're doing the 12 deals of Christmas they do deals leading up to Christmas uh so follow them on social media follow them on uh, Twitter Instagram whatever you'll see the 12 deals of Christmas but they launched what they're calling the vault hats. A lot of flat double T's, some sweet mass rider logos, similar to the one you have some khaki hats. I know some guys on uh, tech Twitter love khaki Texas tech hats. So there you go. It's a
1: beautiful collection. If you, it's if you want it for yourself or you got a gift, a uh, hat wearer in your life, uh, you know, everybody's clamoring to, to level the bevel. They've got some cool looking stuff. So now's your chance. Are you a big hat guy, Rob?
0: Oh, I am a hat guy, yeah. Okay.
1: I didn't know if you ever wore hats or not.
0: I This uh, fell off on my couch, this Gaucho's hat.
1: I'm going to have to steam
0: it out a little bit, I think.
1: Looks like Tom Brady's new jaw kind of. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the skeleton jaw? Yeah, his new like, cheekbones.
0: Yeah, I didn't really pay attention much to his cheekbones. I'm more of a mechanics guy.
1: Okay. I'm more of a a game day threads kind of guy. If you know, you
0: know, you are. Uh, There's a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm tempted to open with the discord mailbag because a lot of what we want to talk about is going to be in there. Uh, But let's do this first. Let's get into the transfer portal first. And there are two conversations to be had right now. There's the football transfer portal and there's the basketball transfer portal. And it's gonna sound like we're saying two different things, but there is a much different vibe to a midseason transfer than to a off-season, out of season transfer. The first one I want to talk about is the football team. And I do want to shout out Philip Bleedy, the very first gambling gauchos athlete who is going to move on uh, in his career, but not a surprise when Jalen Hutchings and Tony Bradford Jr. both announced that they would return. That squeezes the snaps on the defensive line quite a bit. So, Philip Bleedy in the portal. And I guess I have to say the obligatory, just because you're in the portal doesn't mean you're leaving. But I would assume Philip Bleedy moving on.
1: Yeah, and some people got to get with the times, Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, players are going to transfer out of your program every single year until the end of time. And there's still this like 1989 sense of oh well everybody's gonna come here in red shirt and then stay for five years. Mm-hmm. That's not how the world works. It doesn't mean that these guys are soft or quitters or disloyal. In Bleedy's case, it means he has two all-conference caliber guys ahead of him. There's he can't move to another spot. Like Xavier White can go back and forth between running back and inside receiver. And he's been here a bunch of years. Yeah, he's been here three years. He's been a contributor and He's just kind of stuck right now because through no fault of his own, two absolute dudes are ahead of him, and he's not going to see the field unless one of them gets hurt. And so he's going to go to another Power 5 program, be a starter there, and we wish him luck. And so one of our Twitter followers way over the line was like, F him with a middle finger emoji. And I was like, no, this is not the guy that you're sending off like that. Now, there are guys that – um, yeah. like. One and done. Uh, not going to play a snap and cash out and then leave because I, you know I wasn't given an opportunity as a true freshman. You know, whatever. Um, Bleedy has a family. Uh, yeah, he, he's been he's been here for three years. Been a contributor. He's but not. his he Yeah, he's not like quitting on the team or something like that. No. So anyway, yeah. Shout out to him, gambling gauchos athlete, uh, the pride of Portales, and we wish him luck at his next stop. Hopefully, yeah. outside. Yeah, um, that's like the caveat to all this because guys just transfer yeah. to like Houston or Oklahoma State, and that that does kind of suck.
0: I would love for him to go to like Arizona.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: other guys that have hit the portal? The other starter would be Reggie Pearson.
1: Yeah. Um, and
0: Reggie Pearson was, again, no. for a lot of times, but he was seemingly benched in the middle of the year and then came back strong. Um, lots of guys coming in at his position.
1: Reggie Pearson's highlights are really good because he can light some dudes up. Um, I have not broken down the, the X's and O's on this, but I also saw the secondary get torched versus Kansas and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And if you're playing safety, at least part of that responsibility is probably on you. I'm not pinning it all on Reggie Pearson. Don't mistake no. me there. No, no, no. But I think clearly mid season there was something to be – Desire there, and so they made the switch to Tyler Owens. He gets dinged up. I think the staff is still really high on Tyler Owens, and so I think he'll be your starting safety opposite dadrian Taylor Demerson. Now, I wanted to experiment with rolling Reggie Pearson down to Muddy Waters' position. He didn't quite have the same frame as Muddy Waters, so maybe that wouldn't have worked out. But well, wow. again, you can't really fault a guy for feeling like he's a power five caliber starter, which he has been at two stops, and thinking. Maybe I'm not going to be that next year, so I'm going to go finish my eligibility where I can be that.
0: Would have loved for both of those guys to return. The rest of the guys in the portal, and I'm not going to say all their names, except for maybe Tavares Elston, who I think there was some other stories there. None of them were going to start at Texas Tech. And if you if you are not going to start here, ever you don't need a scholarship and that's a tough business but you know what college football is a tough business now more than ever and it's more cutthroat there's less spots with more guys especially with the transfer portal and if you're leaving you know within the window you can go free for a time and you can just go and be wherever you want to be for a free transfer so especially if it's your first one, even if it's not, more power to you, especially these offensive linemen. Um, I don't want to necessarily just say the word processed out, but that happens a lot, and I'm not necessarily afraid to say it with that that group of offensive linemen that are leaving.
1: Yeah, and people that aren't tuned into this, probably not anybody who would listen to a Texas Tech podcast, more like people who populate Facebook groups. Hmm. Um which I maybe I just hate Facebook, but they're like, why are all these guys leaving? What's with the mass exodus? And I'm like, none of these uh, I mean, I I, w- I won't say none of them were unexpected. I was I was hoping guys like Bleedy and Pearson would stay. Uh we thought Donovan would probably hit the portal if, if the other two stayed, and that looks like it's the case. Right. But when you're when your third string offensive lineman who's in year three in the program and has never played even on special teams leaves, that's not an area of concern. And so just seeing a volume of guys leaving doesn't indicate anything is wrong. In fact, it could indicate that you're actually moving exactly where you need to be. You're free enough spots to bring in the next wave of guys that this staff recruited. And you certainly hope and pretty much think are certain that you're going to be out recruiting some of those spots. So my worry level on a scale of one to 10 is about a one.
0: I would yeah, maybe a one. And I would say Reggie Pearson is probably the biggest loss so far with Philip Bleedy being close.
1: I'd probably put Bleedy because depth there can be so sensitive. And certainly sometimes when those big guys get hurt, they get hurt pretty bad.
0: And but so, if, with sincere Massey and uh, Trevor McAlpine, they were here last year.
1: Yeah. But Bleedy's played three years of college ball.
0: Well, And he's a six three, 300 pound monster. And yeah, you, you don't grow those on trees. I said earlier you go get another Leedy. You probably can't. You probably can't just go find, hey, here's a power five caliber 6'3", 300 guy that's been around for three years and has been in a strength program for three years.
1: No, but you can find a Miles Cole or a um, – who was the kid who had the big stop against OU the transfer?
0: Uh, number 42.
1: Yeah. I know his number and I'm blanking on his name. <laughs> me too. It's going to bother me. I'm going to look it up. You know who I'm talking about, though? Um, yeah, number four,
0: 42 from uh, Louisiana school.
1: Yeah, I think he came in from like Louisiana Monroe or Louisiana Lafayette. But you can get a guy like that who can be a depth piece. Yeah. Kevin
0: Drew, correct. those kind of guys that have been here. And uh, also, I, I, I hate that we always have to bring it up, but I think we do for probably one or two more classes. If a guy that was recruited before Joey McGuire took over is transferring out now, I'm assuming he's been out-recruited. Because you were recruiting at a bottom three level in the Big 12 for three seasons, and now you're recruiting at a top two level, top three level in the new Big 12.
1: By Dal Scott. By, yeah, Scott. So you can go get one of him uh, yeah. to, to be adept to uh, Hutchings and Bradford.
0: And if, if it's true, right, that Joey and Company are going to be looking for transfers that left Texas and want to come home to the state of Texas – there's a bunch of those out there. You just got one in uh, Baskerville, the guy from San Diego State who played his first two years at San Diego State. Um, maybe redshirted as freshman year, but played. Either way, two or three more years of eligibility. Well, I guess it's probably 2020. Well, he
1: Whatever. is. You know, I toyed with the idea of Pearson being Muddy Waters' replacement. This kid, I think, is going to be Muddy Waters' replacement. He's got the frame for it. Um, He said that at San Diego State, he did an interview with Red Raider Sports where he kind of said, yeah, I've I've played up by the line of scrimmage in the box, and I've also played deep. So I think he fits that role perfectly.
0: You've also seen some offensive linemen offered. I did see Reggie Pearson got offered by West Virginia. Uh, Oh, speaking of West Virginia, Graham Harrell hired at Purdue today. Congratulations to him. We'll see how that translates to the Big Ten. Um, otherwise, does Purdue have a a head coach?
1: Yeah, they, um, they hired somebody. It's not a big name at all after Brom left today. No, it was, it was like very quiet. It's not a big name. I, I can't remember who it was.
0: So why is Drew Brees an interim assistant? I don't know. I didn't even see that. So yeah, they hired Drew Brees as an interim assistant today. Purdue
1: names Illinois defensive coordinator Ryan Walters as new head coach. When was that? Two days ago.
0: I totally missed that.
1: Yeah. Like, if you saw a picture of me, you would
0: Ryan not. Ryan Walters. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, good for them. There's a lot of retreads out there that I think shouldn't get extra jobs or more jobs or another job. and Yeah. So kudos to them for trying to find somebody. Somebody new. Um, obviously still looking. Do you, how many more names do you think enter the transfer portal from Texas Tech?
1: So let's run through it real quick. Bleedy, Pearson, Dogovan, Ethan Card. Yep. Um, Michael Shanahan. Mm-hmm. I know there are others. I counted yeah, it the other day. Derek, yeah. Lewis, yep, uh, Derek Lewis. Yeah, Derek
0: Lewis. Tavars Elston. Seven.
1: I feel like we were so, up to yeah. eight or nine. There's so, another nine.
0: offensive lineman.
1: Yeah, I think 15-ish total will leave, and maybe that is impacted by guys like Trey Wolf and Sir Robert Thompson who had eligibility, aren't transferring, but they're not coming back next year either. You could still have that with like an Austin McNamara, maybe Tyler Shuck if he goes NFL. So we'll see how some of that shakes out. Um, but yeah, you, you needed to clear room. This was expected. That's why I don't know why people are panicking when right. a player they've probably never heard of, if they're more of a casual fan, is leaving. Like, It's not as if Baron Morton and Taj Brooks and Jaron Bradley all hit the portal yesterday.
0: So there's some more seniors that allegedly could come back, uh, but ha- I don't think have been official. Uh, we did see Xavier White say that he was going to come back. Uh, Ethan Card has entered the transfer portal. I'm just going to read off some more names that could or could not come back. Uh, Dennis Wilburn, center this year. Cade Briggs, Miles Cole, Tariq Matthews, who I thought really came on this year for the first time. Uh, Patrick Curley, Rashad Williams, Cameron Watts, who's another corner. Tyler Owens, who you mentioned already. Cam White and Austin McNamara.
1: Um, Amari Jones hit the portal. Yes,
0: from Coronado.
1: Yeah, defensive back. But um, again,
0: that, that was a really late ad, even in the class that he joined. Yeah. And probably would have been a preferred walk on if they didn't have a spot and yeah. had a spot.
1: Kosai Eldridge is dealing with an, an eligibility fight. They're trying to prove that he didn't play in more than four games during one of his Juco seasons so they can count that as a redshirt year and he can come back. I don't that know. That
0: would be a really big addition.
1: Yeah. I don't know the timeline on that playing out, but. But yeah, another guy who's played that. a lot of snaps at a position of need.
0: He was another guy who really came on this year for the first time, and I thought played really well. I think you, this is a little bit off
1: topic. I think you've got to think really highly of your linebackers, Coach. Yes. I mean, you had you had Creshawn Merriweather. He was a, a proven commodity. But besides that, you had Kosai Eldridge, Jacob Rodriguez, Tyreek mm-hmm. Matthews, all guys that either weren't here before or weren't contributors very much, all you know give you serviceable snaps in Big 12 play. And so – your talent development at that position especially, I think, um, was a, a strong point.
0: And I would argue that creshaw Merriweather, even beyond previous years, was way better this year.
1: Does does Bookbinder coach inside linebackers and outside linebackers?
0: Yeah, him and all you both both coach the okay. linebackers. So there's – okay. I think there's some crossover there. I think Bookbinder might even be the outside linebackers. Okay. But either way, they're all.
1: Yeah. Both of all, them.
0: Yeah. They're both. I mean, and both of a bunch of names you named are going back and forth, anyways.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, I don't know what else we need to cover on football portal. You and I don't have any scoop on like who's going in next, but I, I think neither of us are worried about football portal.
0: So, let's mention the basketball portal. Uh, Fardoz AMAC. Did you have something else?
1: Well, so the guys that are not hitting the portal, of course, are going to stay. And when they do stay in Lubbock, we hope that they stay with our friends at Stay Trig, which you can check out at staytrig.com. And you can actually get 10% off your first booking using the promo code gauchos. What is Stay Trig? Well, it's your opportunity to support a local business and utilize a local option for your short-term home rental needs. So if you're coming back to Lubbock for a basketball game, graduation, the holidays – you're here on business. Why get a last minute hotel? Why roll the dice on an Airbnb when you can stay with StayTrig? Every single StayTrig property is professionally upscale, decorated, and uh, furnished to the same standard. So you know what you're going to get. And like I said, it's a local business instead of uh, an Airbnb or a hotel or something like that. So staytrig.com. You know what you're getting. Yeah. StayTrig.com. Tim, what? What? Go ahead. No, it's clearly very important for you to speak during this ad read. So what do you got?
0: I was just adding, man. Just trying to help.
1: Yeah. What was it? I didn't hear it.
0: I'll just say with some of the national companies, you don't always know what you're getting. You show up and it's all crazy. But with StayTrig, Trig, it's guaranteed. Okay. So StayTrig.com, you get 10% off on your first uh, booking. Awesome. With the promo code. Is that Gauchos? Is the promo code a little upset? Oh, you've muted now. Okay, yep. Um, I didn't know we couldn't tag team those. I, I sorry for stepping on your toes there. Did you see? we will do that one later. Uh, but remind me on the other one, the the next one uh, that you've been talking about something that that they're offering now. Fardos, thoughts.
1: Um, My thought is that they're – man, okay, where to begin? Uh, first off, we probably don't know everything about Fardos, but we know some stuff, you know, secondhand type accounts. Here's my advice to Texas Tech fans. You should be willing to fork over a few dollars a month to pay for information, and there are good message boards out there. I'm a subscriber at Red Raider Sports. You can pay for a Lubbock Avalanche Journal subscription. If you're getting your news from Facebook group rumors and Twitter rumors that are 8th, ninth, 10th hand, you don't know what you're talking about. And so I feel like there's this there's fans on message boards that are pretty well informed. And then there's people on Twitter that are slightly less informed because they don't have the same information who cite the message board rumors or what they think is being said on a message board. And then there's like other Twitter fans that saw what the other Twitter fans thought they saw on a message board. And then like by then, it's just horrible information. And so I would lean on the professionals that you know do this for a living. And you'll probably get better information from those sources than you will from your cousin's buddy's screenshot on Twitter. Having said that, I guess we'll start here. Uh, Fardoz enters the portal while still injured and having not, of course, played a single minute for Texas Tech basketball.
0: He is expected to enter the portal. I've not seen confirmation that he's in the portal.
1: Didn't Jeff Goodman report that he's in the portal?
0: Jeff Goodman on the 14th of December said, Fardos Amac is expected to transfer.
1: Expected to transfer. That, that's because he's in the portal, right?
0: I, I've i not seen someone specifically say that Fardaz Amak is in the portal.
1: Okay, I'm going to look this up because this is... I, you're either Mandela affecting me or I can't read.
0: Well, I have it right here. Breaking. Texas Tech is expected to transfer. That's what it says.
1: Yeah, because he's in the portal. Okay. Right?
0: I, that was the assumption on the 14th, yes, but I've, I, I thought that that was going to be followed by he is now in the portal. And I have not seen that he is in the portal. I,
1: I'm thinking the distinction is be, when you're in the portal, you can go back to where you came from. And so True. he's in the portal expected to transfer.
0: I'm, I am probably being semant- semantics guy, yes.
1: Okay, R.C. Maxfield, breaking Texas Tech, men's basketball, Fardaz Amac enters the transfer portal. Okay, anyway, now that we're past that, um, there was a rumor that was probably um, like the fourth or fifth version of telephone tag rumor that he hit the portal because Dusty Womble skipped an NIL payment. And you might have even seen Fran Fraschilla tweet something, not about Texas Tech or Fardos specifically, but him saying like, hey, I'm hearing that some schools are missing NIL payments and da 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 Full stop, Dusty Womble did not miss an NIL payment to Fardaz Amac. Dusty Womble does not uh, give out NIL money to anybody, so there's no payments for him to miss. So that is completely wrong. There's no, well, technically, if you phrase it this way in this gray area, no, Dusty Womble did not miss an NIL payment to Fardaz Amac. period.
0: Yes, false. And furthermore, Dusty Womble is not withholding anything from anybody.
1: No. There are contracts if either side is not fulfilling their contract, I'm sure it would be litigated yes, um and so that's that's just wrong and if if I'm wrong about that being wrong, then Fardaws can sue Dusty Womble and get what he's owed, but that is not gonna happen
0: yeah you're you're not wrong now um,
1: I don't know okay, where do we go next? So Fardaws is in the portal i now. I guess I'll I'll leave it at this unless you want to take it further. I do think that there was an issue with Fardos and NIL, but I don't think anybody was neglecting to pay him.
0: Correct. That is a correct statement.
1: Maybe we'll get more details on that. Uh, We we don't want to throw fuel on the fire in terms of just like rumor mill stuff that we haven't confirmed. But what I just said, the way I phrased it, seems safe to say.
0: The way you just phrased it has been confirmed. Okay. But yes, there's a bunch more stuff now. Just another full stop moment. There are personal stories that may or may not involve the basketball team that we're also not going to get into tonight. Even though on the discord mailbag, there were lots of questions regarding those personal things. But again, until there's confirmation beyond just what we're hearing, I don't think I want, I need or want to get into it.
1: Right. No, I don't, I don't want to touch that part of all this with a 10 foot pole tonight. Um, real quick, though, on Fardos, um, what was my point on Fardas?
0: Oh, well, Fardaddy? What about it? So
1: him? I guess there was. Oh, here's what I was going to say. People, hmm, I'm going to I'm going to rain it in. People should listen.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: n- not just like, hey, listen to the podcast. They should listen to what I say on here. Cuz sometimes yes, sometimes I get it right. And when we were doing our basketball preview episode, and I've been trying to dispel with this take for months. When we were doing our preview episode, I said, I'm paraphrasing here, expect absolutely zero from Fardoz Amac. And if he contributes to this team, Take it as a cherry on top, an unexpected surprise. And instead, all I saw every game while you're struggling and losing to Ohio State and Creighton was just wait till Fardos comes back. And then we're, a lead eight, baby. Our best player is is out injured, and when he comes back, look at. I never once believed that you and I never once said that. No, I don't know why anybody was under that impression, because he well, was passed uh, up. Yeah. He was passed up by Daniel Bacho before the foot injury news broke. He was going to be a bench player. He was not some savior who was going to come in and go off for 20 and 10 every night and lead us to the final four. I don't know why people kept saying stuff like that, why they thought a big man, a six foot 11 dude with a broken foot was going to get out of the cast. And then a week later, go torch TCU or Texas. I was never under that impression. I said as much on this podcast and people should have listened to me.
0: And if he wasn't scheduled to come back until February, which was reported by Jeff Goodman, uh, even though there were some conflicting reports on that, too. February, do you know how many games Bryson Williams had to play before he looked like Bryson Williams last year in this in this scheme? Like 13.
1: Like all of the non-conference games.
0: All of the non-conference. So even if he came back in February and played 10 games off the bench, is it good that Fardos has entered the portal or has plans to enter the portal? No. Depth uh veteran presence whatever you want to call it would be good to have to work in but it, he's not a magic pill he never was a magic pill he's never just some some like special ace that you're just holding right. on to and playing from the bottom of the deck when you get there
1: right so i i don't view it i'm not concerned about the Fardos transfer from the standpoint of i was expecting him to contribute on the hardwood this this year um, it does add fuel to the fire of like, are there locker room issues? Are there chemistry issues? And then there's been some noise from like Tobias Bass on Twitter that we shouldn't rule out Fardos coming back. And again, I want to be careful with what I say, but I guess I'll say that I um, it, it would make sense for Fardos to want to come back. I don't know if he would be welcomed back. And so I'm not sure how that will play out. I think there are kind of like differing opinions on that. And I guess we'll see who wins out potentially. But at, at this juncture, I would say that he's probably not coming back.
0: Let me, let me try to say more without saying more. The way – every NIL deal is not the same. And every NIL uh, conglomerate does not run their NILs the same way. It's difficult for Fardos to transfer mid and retain in NIL.
1: Yes. And again, there are contracts that go both ways, and both parties need to fulfill them. And so if that is at play and Fardos feels like he needs to come back to Lubbock to fulfill his part of the contract, then I'm sure he is incentivized to say, oh, sorry, I jumped the gun there. I'd like to come back to Texas Tech. I'm not sure if there's incentive on the other end to say, okay, yeah, come on back and, and – Let's finish this deal. So we'll see what happens there. Um, The other just flat out wrong thing that I guess you wanted to correct was it was embedded in the same tweet about the Womble NIL stuff that we just dispelled with. Do you want to touch on that?
0: Yeah. So the only other thing that I've seen and the only thing in the personal life that I will correct is there was, and I'm just going to say it once and I'm just going to respond to this one tweet there was not a wedding involving a Texas Tech men's basketball staff member at the Maui Invitational.
1: Correct. All
0: right, you want to make some bowl picks for Friday and Saturday, maybe through the twenty second, or just yeah. run, through, just speed round.
1: Yeah, these picks sponsored by our friends over at Rhino Barbecue.
0: Absolutely, and did you see the Texas Trinity that they're doing? No, I'm going to go to the Instagram, uh, Regino barbecue, BBQ, BBQ.com, bbq.com. You can order ahead. They're open Thursday through Sunday, Thursday through Saturday. Uh, great stuff all the time, but let me the Christmas Texas Trinity meal. You can order this for Christmas. It comes with a whole brisket, two racks of ribs, two pounds of homemade sausage, Two half pans of sides for only a certain price. I'll let you go look up the price. You can go to Rojino Barbecue or their Instagram page to find it. And it feeds anywhere from 15 to 25 people, uh, depending on the serving size. It can be ordered right now at Regino BBQ.com, The Christmas Texas Trinity meal. Ribs, sausage, brisket. The Texas Trinity.
1: Did you appreciate the opportunity to get all the way through that ad read without me interrupting your train of thought?
0: So you want to make some picks?
1: Rob, I was visiting our friends down in San Angelo last summer, and I went to a barbecue joint there, and they had a sign on the wall that said, cheap barbecue isn't good, good barbecue isn't cheap. Rehino barbecue is worth every penny. Let's make some picks.
0: Absolutely uh i'm gonna start these are gonna be a little bit out of order because i already picked some of them uh utsa at troy this is a ranked matchup both teams are 11 and 2 utsa currently minus one and a half though they opened at plus one and a half and i got them at plus one
1: yeah i was on a different podcast too much dip i was honestly worried about too much drip because i was around this half from cardinal sports center um and they, they gave me UTSA plus one, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that as well here. Uh, I like the Roadrunners in this one.
0: This is the weirdest bowl matchup, especially on the early slates. Cincinnati and Louisville. Uh, the coaching nightmare that this game is, um, Fickle leaves, Satterwhite from Louisville, goes to Cincinnati. Satterfield. Satterfield, what I say, Satterwhite? Yeah. And then you have Braum from Purdue come to Louisville. So all new coaches, weird deal. Uh, but this game is also close, and it is also flipped. Louisville was uh, minus one and a half. They opened at plus one and a half.
1: Give me Bearcats I,
0: plus one and a half. All right, I'm on the other side. I'm on Louisville. Uh, Miami of Ohio, UAB. The Bahamas Bowl at 10 a.m. tomorrow. No, no action on this one? What's 10 the, and a half. Which side? Uh, plus 10 and a half to Miami of Ohio. Give me the Blazers. Okay, I'll throw you. Uh, Florida, Oregon State. Plus 10, Florida. Yeah. Plus plus seven and a half.
1: Yeah, Billy Napier, I think, has a tendency to play up and play down to competition. They beat Utah, Pac-12 champs, earlier in the season. Ten is a lot for a team that I imagine is way out talented, Um, Oregon State versus Florida. I know Florida will have some opt-outs, including their quarterback. But ten is a lot for a a Pac-12 team like Oregon State to give up to Florida. So I'm on the Gators.
0: I'm also on the Gators. And if it was seven, I would probably think otherwise. But ten in a bowl game, and I'm sure Oregon State cares a lot more. But that's just a – that's a tough spot for Oregon State to be in. Uh, Washington State, Fresno State, plus four to Washington State. No offensive coordinator because he's at North Texas. Y'all, yeah, I'll go Wazoo. Hwasu, uh well I'll go opposite. <laughs> uh, Rice, Southern Miss. Rice is five and seven, but they're smart. So they get to go to a bowl game, plus six and a half to rice southern miss same uh smu byu smu minus four can i comment on that real quick on
1: what when there's a five and when there's a the need for a five and seven team to go to a bowl what they ought to do is cancel a six and six team that has a win over one or two fcs schools instead of working the opposite direction and letting a five and seven team in So, like, if you have if you have eighty three bowl eligible teams, but you need eighty four, right? Instead of going down to eighty four and getting a five and seven team, cut the last place six and six team and say we're only playing eighty two bowl teams this year.
0: Agree. Okay, yeah, cut the bowl.
1: And some bowl sponsors can be mad about that because you can't just do that. But ideally, that's how you should
0: do it. They should cut ten bowls anyways. All these bowls we're picking right now should not exist.
1: Well, I don't. I don't agree with that.
0: Really? Yep. You're a big bowl guy.
1: Or no, actually, I take that back. Instead of instead of dropping a bowl game, instead of pitting a six and six versus five and seven, you get the two worst teams in FBS, play the toilet bowl. Like two one and eleven that. squads. And that that would garner legitimate interest.
0: Yes. Like the two find two O for teams. Or the even the two worst power five teams. Let them play.
1: I mean, yeah, like, could you imagine Kansas before this year, like going yeah. one and 11 and then playing in a bowl game? It'd be funny.
0: Beautiful. Uh, when well, it's a reward for the kids.
1: Well, and make it like the, I don't want to speak ill of any city, but like the Anchorage, Alaska bowl, like the most miserable bowl climate, the worst bowl trip yeah. for the players. It's, it's like a in, punishment.
0: Yeah. Play, oh, played at the Canton field. That always is so bad.
1: Yeah. Instead of, you know, I was like whining that, the tech players missed out on a, a rewarding trip to Orlando. Make this yeah. like a punishment. Because, you know, there's the Bahamas Bowl, the Hawaii Bowl. Play them in multiple cities. No. Send them to Anchorage, Alaska, or like Greenland
0: or something. Yeah. And the toilet bowl. All right. SMU-BYU plus four to BYU. Go Mustangs. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't have. I I can't win this bet. I don't have a good feel for it. Um, Prime time, baby. I'll go BYU. Uh,
0: the new stomping grounds of the Elf UNT Boise State, UNT plus ten and a half.
1: Yeah, I think the hook is they're begging you to take the mean green. So I'll actually go with the
0: Broncos, Boise State. Ooh. Uh, Boise State nine and four. UNT seven and six. No coach.
1: Yeah, I d I don't like that spot for them.
0: Uh Marshall Yukon, Marshall eight and four, minus ten, Yukon six and six. Jim Moore, Jr. What's the spread? Ten. Which side? Marshall minus did I not say
1: that? No, you didn't, you didn't say any of this. No, I think I did. Getting to know the gauchos. Um when I was in I don't remember what grade. Uh, playing basketball. Gambling Groucho tonight. <laughs> uh, I was provoked. I'm innocent. Um, you got to pick your your team name, like the coach got to pick, and it was it was NCAA teams. And so, of course, being in Austin, like everybody wanted to be the Longhorns. Mm-hmm. I actually got to be the Red Raiders one year. But my coach wanted to be the Thundering Herd because he thought mm-hmm. that was like the coolest mascot name. Hell in- yeah. Khalid, which it is pretty cool. Like it's unique, like Razorbacks or there's a million Wildcats and Tigers, and so I like the Thundering herd. I think UConn is a good story. Um, really, them getting bowl eligible in year one under Jim Mora Jr. Is, is a big deal. But I'll go with the Thundering herd.
0: Me too. And I'm assuming Henry is going to play. All right, we will record again before the rest of these. So we'll stop there. All right, you want to go into the Discord mailbag?
1: Yeah, sponsored by our friends over at Diversified Lenders. DiversifiedLenders.com, locally owned, Red Raider-owned business. Turn your accounts receivable into cash that your business needs to operate. Shout out to Diversified Lenders. You done? Yeah, that's all they get. All right.
0: I, I am scrolling back now how does one get in the Discord mailbag?
1: Circling back to your last comment when you were trying to be catty to me about if I was done. It's not unreasonable for me to want to not be interrupted every time I'm talking, so I'm not going to not gonna let you get away with that. Um, to get into the Discord and ask questions on the Discord mailbag and participate in the Insane Rumor Mill, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash gauchos. It's $5 a month. Uh, your work productivity will plummet. But that's okay because you'll have a good time and you'll get access to exclusive episodes like we did with Cody Campbell, Dusty Womble. We used to promote the Fardaw's AMAC interview. Maybe now we just pivot and say Matt Mooney, Sonny Cumbie. And a portion of all proceeds go to the Matador Club. We're gonna really boost that this month with the Bull Pick'ems because uh, we also offered that as uh, if you wanted access to the bull pick'em instead of paying 10 bucks to enter and raise money for the Matador Club, you could have just joined on Patreon. And uh, we'll have more opportunities in the Patreon soon. But uh, that's where the Discord is. It's a lot of fun, so we hope you'll join us.
0: One more question. Are you sure you want me to choose the questions to read, or do you want to do it? No, I trust you.
1: Just don't leave off any of the good ones.
0: Okay. Uh, Also, Big Hen says, uh, is Rob the Alpha Gaucho and is Kyle him? Yes and yes.
1: Says so right there, Big Hen.
0: Says so right there um well you don't have a twin brother so i'm gonna skip that one yikes um that's just it's a hypothetical not not up in reference
1: to absolutely nothing
0: uh thoughts on milf manor the new tv show
1: i have not ever heard of
0: of, it's a bunch of cougars and then young guys so it's like the it's like one of the Love Island shows, but it's a bunch of old women and young guys.
1: Yeah, I know what the term cougar means. I'm just saying I haven't heard of or seen that show.
0: Okay, I have not either.
1: Is it like a BYU-Houston mm, Yes. future Big 12 rivalry?
0: Mm-hmm. I probably will not watch that show. Uh, top five young hoops coaches that a strong blue blood program might consider hypothetically.
1: Circling back, I think Milf Manor sounds a little bit lowbrow for a guy like me who watches art house indie films. Right. Uh, your question: Five young coaches. Man, Hang on this one. Do you want the list that like I would want, or?
0: Yeah, that's the question.
1: Talvin Hester. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not very. I'm not interested in Brian Berg. I'm not interested in um, Grant McCasland.
0: That's what I was gonna say.
1: Yeah, no. Out on him. He's too Baylor bold for my liking. I don't know. I'd have to do some research on I'm sure there's some mid major programs that have made some noise lately. I like to I like those guys because they've got a chip. I uh, feel like their potential is just getting unlocked when they when they're at a program like that. And so then you give them the fan support we have, the facilities we have, the NIO we have, they could take it to a whole other level. So I would probably look at the in the mid major ranks.
0: No, big hen um
1: what did big hen say
0: i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put it on the screen okay it's a it's a name of a young coach that might move up to a blue blood can i just say a name without you laughing maybe shaka smart <laughs> i'm serious i think he would fit at a program like texas take better than a program like texas he's home I certainly would not want to take him away from Marquette, and I think he fits better at Marquette than he would back in the Big 12, but I'm just saying.
1: I mean, I I think he would do okay here, but.
0: Lon Kruger's son is doing well. Maybe there's a son out there that.
1: I would also, you know, let's go get some guys um, a pay raise at the very least, like Nate Oates at Alabama. It's a football school. I don't know how much he makes. Let's offer him a million more than he makes, and. Worst case, he gets a raise. I and mean, what do we care? Right. So, uh, the the Arizona head coach.
0: Well, and what about Sean Miller? He was absolved. He was absolved. <laughs> the,
1: Arizona, the Arizona head coach, I'm blanking on his name. He was at Gonzaga for a long time with Mark Few. Mm-hmm. Arizona's a, a great program. I don't know if I'd say they're blue blood, but the Pac-12 is a sinking ship. Not going to be anybody for them to play uh, after UCLA leaves. And so it's like, hey, do you want Again, just offer him a million more than he makes now. Worst case, he says no, and, and thank you for the pay raise at Arizona. So,
0: Tommy, Tommy Lloyd. Lloyd, Big Hen is a big Arizona fan. He really wants to get rid of Cliff.
1: <laughs> hey, be nice to Cliff, Big Hen. The NFL is a brutal business. You, um, he takes over the worst team in the league. They improve every year for three years, and then they have one down year. Uh, while his quarterback is a is an issue. Yeah. Suddenly he's on the chopping block. Yeah. You want Rick Patino? Speaking of totally absolved, Rick Patino's never done anything wrong.
0: He's innocent. No, but Sean Miller, like yesterday, was absolved of his. Uh, he, he ran a clean program, is what they okay. said.
1: All right. If we hire Rick Patino and we, let's say early on, you know, we play one of these tournaments in Vegas or, or wherever, and we lose to a program like Creighton or. USC, mm-hmm. and he's like frustrated in the post-game press conference. Give me the top three Red Raiders who are not walking through that door.
0: If we Don't hire Rick Pitino, A.M.? Um, Jason Sasser, okay, Jerry, one more oh, Jared okay, say so like you know, no walking through that door. Um. How Okay, how many consecutive conference losses with no conference wins on the year would it take for Kirby to fire Coach Mark Adams? I'm going to – go ahead. You answer first.
1: That's a little bit difficult to answer because the premise of the question may not be as big of a factor in such a decision.
0: That's what I was going to say.
1: As the question intended. Which is to say maybe he goes 500 in Big 12 play and there's still a a decision to be made. I don't know. I'm not saying that's the case. But it may not take him losing, you know, going 0-6 out of the gates for something like that to happen.
0: Mark Adams won't be fired because of on-court performance. What needs to be done to stop the badness of extending coaches after one year? I don't know. This is not just a Texas Tech problem. We see it nationally, but Texas Tech has done it.
1: I don't know why we did it with Mark Adams, to be honest. And that's not me hating on Mark Adams, but it's like, who was going to come get him after one year? Right. He, he's, soul, at dream, he's at his dream job. Like, just He, he already had a four- or five-year contract. Just let it ride for a second season. And then if you feel like you need to extend him, then do it. But I, I don't get that at all after one season. I would never have. Unless you're at, like, a true lower-level stepping stone program and you feel like there's a really high probability your coach could be poached. But at Texas Tech, you're not that anymore. So have some confidence that Mark Adams isn't going to bolt after one year and that you don't have to extend him and give him a raise after one year.
0: You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. And he's 65. Yeah. Like... Grade Kirby as an athletic director.
1: Um, like one to ten A to F.
0: Let's do A to F.
1: Grade Kirby as an athletic director. On on what criteria do you want me to make up my own criteria?
0: I think you could make up your own. What was it that Spike said you lose ten percent of your fans every year and he'd been there for ten years? Yeah. Kirby's been here for about ten years. But he still seemingly has some fans. Um
1: Okay, let's – I'll go point-counterpoint. Before Kirby's tenure, believe you had never been to Omaha. Kirby hired and kept a baseball coach that has gotten you to Omaha four times? 14, 16, 18, and
0: 19? Yes.
1: Um, okay, so that, that's great. Uh, there have been two – Stories run in the USA Today about, I guess you'd call them scandals in women's athletic programs that resulted in coaches getting fired and I think settling out of court with with a former coach that was suing the athletic department. That's not a good look. Uh, you just endured the worst stretch of football since at least the 1980s, if not ever. That's not good, especially since that's the bell cow. You also want to track national championship, and you've had sustained success in both men's and women's track during kirby's tenure you've been to three of the last five sweet 16s or further that's good fundraising to me stalled out until joey got there i give joey some credit for reinvigorating some donors so all that to say i think there are fair criticisms but it's not all bad
0: um b is that okay yeah, I was going to say B, B-minus. but it- And
1: I guess I should preface this by saying it's not all on Kirby that – No. Uh, like, let's just say one of the women's basketball coaches he hired was maybe not so great to the players. Now, ultimately, the buck stops at leadership. It's Kirby's job to have oversight. I'm not here to, like, relitigate that whole thing. But, like, Kirby hired Matt Wells without a committee, without input from anybody, and that's, that's his prerogative. He's the athletic director. I think it's funny when people say that Kirby went rogue and hired Matt Wells, as if it's not his job to hire coaches. But it, no, but it was he a bad hire. Didn't
0: have to get approved by the regions and everything else. But it, it was a bad hire. Yeah,
1: and you can think Kirby's a great guy. You can think that the athletic department overall is in good shape, while also acknowledging that was a bad hire.
0: And he's just been here so long. Like that has to bump him up a. a at least a half. So I'll, I'll say B too. Like, what other is he the longest tenured AD in the Power Five? He's got to be top 10. I think, tenured. I think
1: Swarbrook has been at Notre Dame a long time. Yeah. Uh, Joe Castiglione has been at OU a long time. Yeah. Um, I think Alabama's AD has been there a
0: long time.
1: Right? Uh,
0: I want to say maybe they got a recent one a recent change.
1: Okay, maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't I don't keep up with AD's very closely. Either
0: way, but yeah. Either way, I mean, he's he's top 10 tenured in the Power 5. Yeah, and, and I think that's that says something too. Yeah. Uh if Beard is a snake, what animal would Adams be?
1: What animal would Adams be? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I mean, I wish I had screened some of these in advance. I could have come up with something clever. Um, if Beard's a snake, what would Adams be? Like a a mongoose? Something
0: a little unassuming, yeah. Badger, maybe? Uh, those are not unassuming. Well, if you, did, if you just came up upon it and you didn't know what it was. Like, oh, there's a little furry little otter. I mean, they kill uh, cobras. I mean, they're pretty ferocious. Or I've never come across a mongoose in the wild. That, that's good. Or a badger. Would you rather fight a mongoose or a bear?
1: Um, how big is the bear? Full grown. I, I think at this point we've settled the bear debate. Um, grizzly, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think grizzly. I'm losing black bear. Uh, R.I.P. to the black bear. So if you give me black bear versus mongoose, I'll roll the dice with the bear.
0: Have you I'm ever honestly,
1: seen? I'm honestly not super familiar with a mongoose, and so I the uncertainty there gives me gives me pause.
0: Have you ever seen Roadhouse? There's a scene where he rips out the throat of an opponent. I think you'd do that with a black bear. Start bench cut. Joey Mark Tadlock. Start. Oh, man.
1: It's so disrespectful to not start Tadlock based on what he's achieved. Yes, but, it is. Like I said, football's the bell cow. Gosh. I'm cutting Mark Adams. The other two, I, I don't know if there's a wrong answer. I'll, I'll, um, I'll say start Tadlock, but it's one of those deals where, like, it's like Brett Favre in 2009. I'm starting him. I'm benching Aaron Rodgers, but I think there's like a ton of potential there, and he could move up into the starting role. So I'll, I'll answer
0: it that way for now. Uh, mods get Kyle access to this. Disc- he has it. He has access to everything. Mods have lost yeah. all control. He's also a mod, like he says that. But he's not. I can't.
1: I, I don't have all mod superpowers. I can't put people you in do. timeout. Oh, you, you can't. I can't put people in timeout. I can kick well, them or ban them, but I can't
0: put them in timeout. I'll give you. I'll give you all the access. Appreciate it. Do you it. know who Johnny Sins is? Is he in the Discord? Okay, I'll skip that question. Uh good answer by the way. Um how concerned should we be on a scale of one to ten on the basketball program?
1: How concerned should we be? People want me to tell them how to feel.
0: Let me ask you this. Let me let me ask you another way. <laughs> on the floor. Tournament team, yes or no? No. This okay. is am I am I
1: Am I crazy? Because people are they are adding the gauchos during the game, and they're trying to speak to how bad we look by saying things like, we look like a bubble team out there. Yeah. And I'm like, a team that is on the bubble would kick your ass right now. You should be aspiring to get back onto the bubble, because if the season ended today or a month from now, the way things are turning, there's no way in hell you're a tournament team. I don't know why people haven't adjusted their expectations yet. No, you're not going to the tournament. Okay.
0: Is Now, if I said can you or will you, is that a different answer? Can you still get I mean, to the tournament? I mean, can you do a triple backflip? Like, yeah, it's
1: possible because you haven't played any conference games yet. But no, it's not going to happen.
0: Uh, Eric Morris hire. Thoughts on how he'll do? We briefly mentioned that earlier.
1: He did good at Incarnate Word, and so I think North Texas is a good step up from that. You know, similar recruiting grounds. You're in the state of Texas – you're just going up from FCS to group of five. And of course he had to stop as a uh, group of five or excuse me, power five offensive coordinator at Wazoo. So I think he'll do really well at North Texas.
0: Agree. And I would grade that coaching higher highly. You know, they do the, the letter grades or whatever. I would grade that in a uh, question for Kyle. If you, if big hand watches the artsy movie you discussed on the previous episode, would you watch Christmas vacation with big hand and break down each scene and go into detail why it isn't funny?
1: Yeah, no. I, so I was actually thinking earlier today. I need to, um, you know, I've been pretty strong-taked about Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. so I feel like it would, um, you know, it'd it'd be a, a respectable thing to do to give it another shot. You know, it's been three years since I last watched it. I'll go in with an open mind, and and we'll report back. So yeah, I'll watch Christmas Vacation.
0: I I want to preface that I'm not saying this, okay. This is from the discord. Why would Kyle do that when he can sit up on his ivory tower and tell us we're not highbrow enough to appreciate his cinematic tastes? Again, that's from the discord
1: um, because they have me pegged wrong. And I, I just said I would do it before you even read that. So right. clearly they, uh, they don't know me very well. I'm going to change this question but i am kind of get- condescending about movie takes so that it's fair
0: um you get 100% that's how percentage works starter next year morton shuck
1: like to open the season sure game 1 i feel like the better question is who ends the season as a starter but um to start the season, I'll say uh, I'll say 55-45 in favor of Tyler Shuck.
0: Yeah, I would probably say 70-30 just because he's won the job so many times, and if they're wanting him back, it's because they want him to start. I would prefer your percentages. Rank your top three least favorite tech sporting scandals. Least favorite sporting scandals. Um, Can I guess one of them? Your number one? Sure. The Leach drama? You hate yes. that.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, that's one.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't pay that close of attention when those USA Today stories came out. I don't fully even know what like the allegations were or what the, what the investigations uncovered. Um, man, how far back am I allowed to go?
0: as far back as you want i
1: you're mean you uh,
0: you're getting roasted in the comments
1: <laughs> yeah, i wanna I wanna know how I changed. <laughs> I wonder what I was like before
0: uh,
1: you you lost some scholarships from cheating in the Southwest conference, but everybody did
0: everybody got free shoes,
1: yeah, that's
0: one of my favorite scandals. I mean, he went 30-1 and one that year or something.
1: I was trying to think of something, like,
0: really far back.
1: I don't know. I don't think there's, like, a list of scandals to choose from.
0: Oh, uh, well, this one's good. Hold on. Pull out a border conference scandal.
1: <laughs> you, oh, okay. You did get... You weren't kicked out of the border conference, but you were ineligible to win it one year when you would have won it based on your conference record, Um and then you got reinstated. So, yeah, that one stings because you, you missed a chance to hang a banner. See I, was, see, I was thinking BCG, Billy Clyde Gillespie. Did he actually commit a scandal, or was he just not good here? Like, was there a scandal?
0: Right. Yeah, I don't think – uh but there was a scandal because he like left in the middle of the year and Chris Walker had to be the coach the whole year and he was like off getting rehab. And he that's left
1: a or he got fired?
0: Well, yes. And then he went to rehab and then he got a new liver.
1: You know, it's funny. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. It wasn't about BCG. It was way off topic.
0: If you could get each Texas Tech head coach something for Christmas, what would it be? If you could get something from each head coach for Christmas, what would it be?
1: I'm confused. Is the issue that I think I'm in an ivory tower above everybody, or does everybody try to punch up at me to knock me down a peg because I'm already on their level? Can we clarify that real quick?
0: I This is from the chat. I didn't say anything.
1: You didn't put something from gambling gouches on there?
0: Oh, you didn't pay attention to the USA Today stuff. Is all I was saying. You hate women's sports. You you didn't pay. Yeah, you didn't no, so I, I
1: take I take all the shots as respect and just proof that I'm like the premier top alpha dog. And as soon as he attack stuff, then I'll think, okay, maybe I lost my edge there. Yeah. Um. But while, while the attack, I mean, why would they attack you if you're not if they're not trying to knock you off the top spot?
0: I was I'm at like, a Christmas party tonight, mm-hmm. and one of the gentlemen there was a listener, and he texts a friend who's a, a big fan of ours. And he said two things, the friend said. He said, is it true that Kyle is a Texas Longhorns fan and tell Rob he's a bad mf So I, So I feel like you do get some unjust um
1: No, it's, yeah, it's, like, it's like Christmas vacation. It's like not a funny bit, and people yeah. will just insist on it.
0: I has, I, I did say why. In my reaction, like, oh, okay, that's funny.
1: Thing. Yeah, because I'm from Austin, so that's hilarious. Um, what three gifts would I give the coaches? Is that what you asked me? What did you ask me?
0: So <laughs> let yeah, let's go just pick a coach. You don't have to do all the coaches. Uh what would you get, Texas Tech Head Coach for Christmas? What would you get from them? So if you want to do Joey or 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 Mark or Tadlock, whatever you want to
1: do. Um
0: like earlier today I said I would get Joey McGuire an elite kick returner.
1: It's yeah. I'm not a very thoughtful person. It's hard for me to like think of good gift ideas for people that I actually know and love. So it's hard for me to think of a Christmas gift for Tim Tadlock, like a a baseball mitt. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Is
0: this dope? You really aren't a good gift giver? No. Okay.
1: I mean, how do you, how do you expect a guy who struggles to get his wife, something thoughtful to like give a good gift to Tim Tadlock or something?
0: Yeah. I would get Tim Tatlock a bonsai tree that's inscribed "Water the tree," so he can remember to uh, keep his head. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, maybe a a square of concrete that just has a, a, a some two feet on it, so and then inscribed "Keep your be where your feet are." Yeah. Uh, if you could get a gift from a tech football coach or baseball coach, what would you?
1: <laughs> what
0: do you get for the man who
1: has it all? I don't need anything.
0: Um. Let's see. How do we win the bowl game? Well, we'll get to that later. Well, I mean, we're gonna do a whole bowl preview. Do you wanna do it right now? No. Um, I feel like you're upset. Earth 2 electric boogaloo. <laughs> it's not how do you feel <laughs> how do you feel that you're older than the incarnate word head coach? I oh. I well, I don't know, but I'm older than Zach Kitley, so it's not like that's a new thing. Um there are a lot of Discord mailback questions. How long do you want to do this? Uh hey long. hey, they're paying for it, we'll do it. Yeah. Uh with two years left on the Under Armour contract, what are your takes on making the jump and becoming a Nike school?
1: I hope you make that jump, man.
0: Not only yes, hell yes.
1: I, I would rather be with any of the other three Nike Adidas jump man over Under Armour.
0: Um, If you could bring back one of the players that transferred from last year's basketball team, who would it be? Sorry, can you repeat that? If you could bring back one of the basketball players that transferred from last year's team, who would it be?
1: TJ Shannon.
0: Same. Uh, how long before Kyle becomes a TCU fan? He'll be waiting a long time. I feel like it's even less of a chance that when you go to Fort Worth, you would become a TCU fan. There's no TCU fans in Fort Worth. I
1: mean, there's no chance to begin with, so.
0: If Shuck has a good bowl game, does he consider the NFL?
1: I hope not. I don't – and I don't think so. It's not – when has the NFL ever drafted a quarterback based off of a good
0: bowl game? I think depending on his draft grade – if they told him, hey, you could bump up a full round if you have a big game, maybe, but I don't think that that was his draft grade. No, I don't see Are, you, are you worried about a live show with drinking Picadors in the background at Bell Station?
1: Um, no, I mean, that's, that's the move, so I'm not worried about it at all. Uh, for those who don't know, we are going to Bell Station in Midtown Houston before the Texas Bowl. It's steak night, so I think we're gonna get some ribeyes. We'll do a live show. They'll have some drink specials for the Red Raider fans in the house. We've got Baylor fans coming, so I think just some big twelve allegiances in Houston are gonna be there, so no, I'm not worried about that. That's gonna be a good time.
0: If I'm um, adding a one on the fly, if you couldn't eat a ribeye, what would you order? sirloin? Yeah, I like the strip, yeah. Good trip. It's good. Good thoughts. <laughs> good trip. Good. I, oh, I use spirit. many words when few words work. That's right. Uh, what seemingly unassuming tweet would you put out to let the Picadors know you've been kidnapped and need help? Um, I've got several for you.
1: Like I'd tweet something like watching Christmas Vacation with the family, lol.
0: Yeah. This bear just kicked my ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would tweet out. Um I don't know what I would tweet.
1: Uh I w I was wrong.
0: Is that what I would tweet? Yeah. I think both of us could do that one. No. No. No, I've you're never not. Wrong seen,
1: there's a reason why the term robfuscating exists.
0: Oh, come on. I admit all the time that I uh, was wrong and can uh, put back. Chevy Chase is so funny, you guys. That's one.
1: No, you'll just straight up lie about what you said to cover. You won't – you'll go don't, so far to say no. Don't that's Kyle not what I
0: con this. Don't Kyle con this. I'm not. New things that happen. That's not, that's
1: not even a thing. You're, that's just robbledy goo.
0: <laughs> I'm going to put this City Boy chant on the board. Somebody ban Big Hen. I'm tired of it. <laughs> There was another. There was another one. He said that uh, was so nice. That I didn't put up there. Hold on. Big, uh, a,
1: he's a loyal. Like he'll take his marching orders as a as a mod. Discord. So I wonder if he'll ban
0: himself. There you go. There you go. I didn't put that one up there. <laughs> I for, I really was going to put it up. I forgot. It says uh, he's jealous because he's not smart enough to get indie films. Love you. <laughs> we love you too, Big Hen. Uh Kyle splaining yeah, there's one. It's not a thing. Kyle lighting.
1: That's a good thing. one.
0: Begin <laughs> again, again. No, they're not. Oh man. Mods, get control in here. All right, final thoughts. Is that it? That was the extensive thirty minute Discord mailbag.
1: Sweet. Um yeah, hey, go join Red Raider Sports or another message board if you want insider info now to be fair, there's also pages and pages of random rumors and people who don't know on there, but yeah. Anyway, the, uh, the, the Facebook and Twitter stuff is crazy. Like the, just the game of telephone that goes on. So um, man, uh, final thoughts, not worried at all about football transfer portal basketball. It seems there are, some potential issues. So we'll see what happens with that, but I'm focused on Ole Miss focused on pre-gaming at bell station and focused on having a good time with the parlay Picadors, patreoncom slash gambling gauchos.
0: Sweet. Uh, I don't have any final thoughts except for, I am a man enough to explain when I'm wrong. I just am not wrong very often.
1: That's not true.
0: Love y'all. Do you not love us tonight, Kyle.
1: <laughs> no, I do. I thought you were. I thought you you had signed us off. You kind of stole my tagline there. So
0: no, I just was waiting for you to say it too. All right. Love y'all. <laughs> Bye.